0: Phil Michael Show, back at it. Enjoying the day today? I am. I'm just enjoying the time. It's a Friday. Feels like a Friday today. This portion of the program, and I, I don't think it's going to happen tonight, but uh, if you're heading down to the ball game, down to American Family Field, maybe uh, before or after you stop over to Potawatomi Hotel Casino, go to PaysBig.com. You can go into the Dream Dance Steakhouse, get a cocktail at the 360 Bar, Play little slots if you want to do that. You can do that. Maybe you know, you can go into the sports book. Put a little bit down on that Brewers game. Who knows? You know, could walk away with some uh, some nice uh, cash in a pocket. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. And uh, tell them we sent you. Anywhere down there, just shout it out. Just say, I heard on the Bill show, Show. You're good to go. Potawatomi Hotel Casino. Thanks to them, not only for being a part of the program, but... They are also huge supporters of our Veterans Cause, which is our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Write that on your calendar. If you know anybody that rides a motorcycle beside yourself, tell them about it. Say, hey, we're Sunday, September 3rd, we're going to start out down at the Harley Davidson Museum, downtown Milwaukee. And uh, from there, we're going to go on a nice little countryside tour. We're going to have a great time. Big party after the fact, and the pre-registration is most likely going to go up with an announcement coming Monday or Tuesday. And I'm looking forward to that. We're just putting all our ducks in a row. Once we do, once we do, it's going to be good. Going to be a lot of fun. But uh, Potawatomi's been a, a part of it now the last couple of years, and we got to say thanks to them. They're good people over there. Good people over there. Uh, Chuck says, "What if?" And that's a big if. Joe Berry does so well. And the defense is off the charts that he is a head coaching target in the (laughs) offseason. I'm sorry, Chuck. I don't mean to laugh at your question. I just, I don't know. Barry haters get their wish, but he may have finally found a setup that works in this system. You know, I don't, I don't dislike Joe Barry. Let me say that. I, I don't. I I listen to Joe Barry, and I listen to him talk, and there are times that I will roll my eyes. There are times that I will say, yeah, right. But that's philosophically speaking as far as the defense goes. Uh, I would like to see the defense be more aggressive. I would like to see guys be put in positions to be successful, such as Jair playing more man than sitting back as a high-paid paperweight in a zone. Um, I would like to see Darnell Savage Jr. be used properly. And I'd like to see Darnell Savage have a better season just in general. But I, I I don't know what to expect out of the Joe Barry defense. I think not only myself, but a lot of people have been heavily critical. And many people thought that after the season, that would have been it for Joe Barry. Um, but Matt LaFleur hung on to him. We know that. I don't wish him ill will. As a matter of fact, I wish success. Because I would love to see this defense be fortified enough to where, um, to where, how do I put this? To where you could actually have support for Jordan Love. Uh, that's probably the best way to put it. But I don't wish ill will. On Joe Barry, that's for sure. But when you say if he gets a head coaching job, I'm kind of like, The trend now anyway is not going with uh, older veteran coaches. The trend now, right now, for hiring of head coaches is to find guys off of the Shanahan tree and to go younger and innovative, and that's kind of where, you know, people are looking. I, I still wonder at what point Bill Belichick calls it a career. I wonder if Belichick gets into the postseason, win or lose in the postseason. I wonder if he gets into the postseason and says, okay, I, I showed you I can do it with somebody besides, um, you know, Tom Brady. And now I'm in the postseason, and now the team's in a good place, and I'm going to go ahead and step down. I wonder, because Bel- how old is Belichick? He's in his, is he early 70s now? I'll look it up. Yeah, I think he's in his early 70s. 71. 71 71 you wonder how much longer he's going to go you thought you he was turning the dog the the job over to his dog a couple of years ago when he did the draft in COVID and he had his dog sitting at the dinner table <laughs> so,
1: Saban so is dog. also 71 and they seem like two dudes that'll well Belichick is close to the record I think right. for all-time wins so I figure he'd get that then Sabin and Belichick go off and, and they'll fish
0: um, can you see them doing that together? I have seen them do it together. The, the, com- the competitiveness of those two.
1: Oh, did you ever Suddenly watch you... The, the HBO mini documentary where they put them two in a room together and They just talk football?
0: No, I saw highlights of it. I never saw the whole thing because I didn't have HBO. I will say this. Oh, it's incredible. Do you think those two guys go against the other two guys out of Ohio? And uh, if they get beat by the guys in Ohio, does the competitive nature take over and they start stuffing weights in their fish? Well, they wouldn't get beat. I don't think Belichick and Sabin have ever been second best at anything. Right, right. Yeah, he'll probably get the record and then uh, call it a career. Well, how many more wins does he have to go to get the record? Do you know off the top of your head? No, I'm looking it up. Okay. Because if it's like five, then you would assume that this might be or next year might be his last season. Don
1: Shula but, has three twenty-eight. Yeah. Greg Hallis has three eighteen. Belichick is two ninety-eight. So maybe oh, he'll so he, maybe he'll he's pass got at least a couple Hallis. years.
0: Yeah. yeah he's years. got at least a couple years. Three years, yeah. So maybe he goes till he's seventy five. I mean, what else maybe is he gonna till, do? His yeah. son's already there. Right? Yeah, maybe three more years if he can get the wins. Now, I mean, Here's the other thing, with the way you play your divisional schedule, it, you know he's got Mac Jones. Everybody else they got Tua, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, that's if Aaron Rodgers plays more than a year. But Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen, that's a you know when you're facing six teams, six teams out of your schedule, leaving you eleven teams to get the wins on, that's a that's a tough road too. And it, look at it this way: when you think about that division, and I know people think that it's it's, and I believe still that it's Buffalo's to lose. But if you get a full season out of Tua, look at his numbers last year. His numbers were really good when he was healthy. He he was everything they wanted him to be. The problem is, is that he, he got hit in the head more than a few times and ended up going down with a concussion protocol. And now I, I guess the biggest concern for Miami is – what happens if he gets hit two or three times again this year? I mean, before it even really gets going, his career could be over. Because now, I mean, after th- that whole debacle, when he got hit in Buffalo or hit in Miami against Buffalo, got up, was clearly out on his feet. Clearly out on his feet. Gets up, plays the rest of the game. They said, no, it was a back issue or a knee issue or some leg issue. And then he plays Thursday, four days later, plays Thursday and gets beat up again by Cincinnati to the point where he's, you know, doing the Westies gang sign on the field because he's tensed up and his body's locking up after he hits his head. And then, you know, I mean, I don't know how many more head hits that guy can take. Having two pretty severe concussions within a span of four days, that had to do some damage. I mean, we don't know until after, unfortunately, after guys pass as to whether or not they have CTE or whether or not they have, you know, brain issues, but that had to do, you just figure it had to do something. And then he got another one against the, the Packers and he never came back from that after being cleared. So it was, it's, it's like two is a turned, turned out to be a decent quarterback, better than I thought he would be. But then again, they gave him all the weapons of the world to be successful and picking up Tariq Hill, and now they had Ramsey over in the defense, and they've they've given him weapons, they've given him a defense, they they keep stockpiling and supplying talent down there. But, God, it's just, man, you just wait for the next time that guy takes a hit to the head, he may never play again, you know? Uh, Gary says, by the way, uh, Mike Florio told Dan Patrick this morning that he doesn't even think the Jets are going to make the playoffs. I think we all hope they don't. You know, <laughs> we we hope they're you know fifteenth or better in the NFL draft, and that Aaron Rodgers plays right to the, right to the bitter end. Packers get their draft choice. You know who knows what the Jets will do. We don't we really don't care, but I think we're rooting for Rodgers to have success, the Jets not to have success, and the Packers to play decent. Can you imagine? Let's just say this. Can you imagine if the Packers don't have a successful season? They get, say, six wins. They're drafting in the top five, five or six wins, drafting in probably in the top five. And then, say, the Jets also don't make it to the playoffs, have you know a nine-win season or eight-win season, and they end up drafting 14. Can you imagine the Packers having, say, the fifth and the 14th draft choices overall going into next season? Now, I don't root for failure. Don't get me wrong. I just don't. I, I want to see the Packers succeed all the time. But that's, that's not a bad scenario. Then again, I, I, as I've always said, you're banking on guys that have never played a snap in the NFL to somehow come in and fortify your team. But... You know what that doopers? screams, Bill? Uh, d- d- do you it? hear the
1: music? Starting Is that scream starting rebuild? On, awfully quiet. No. No, no, no. They get a high pick with their own. Let's say the Jets even stumble their way into the top five with Rogers playing all the time and love stinks. You put all those things together, fire the DC. I don't care. That's Caleb Williams music. That's starting to play under the yeah. surface. Yep.
0: All signs point to Caleb Williams, but that see, that's the next question. And that's, that, that's an unbelievable conundrum because say love plays decent, but not great. Packers don't win defense injuries, whatever. And you end up with a top five pick and you end up with another first round pick. And here comes Caleb Williams or anybody else that you really covet coming into the, the NFL draft. Oh, we gotta so, get you in on Caleb. But first of all, the way he acted out there at USC, I <laughs> I, I I can't stand a guy. What an egomaniacal maniac. I just you know you I just I, I don't like him. But suppose his talent's there. Now do you do the same thing? Do you draft a quarterback? Or do you take do you would cuz you would probably have to package stuff up. You'd probably package up your fifth and a second or third for Caleb Williams. So if you're going to jump up, do you get him and then put him into the mix with Jordan Love? You know? Would would you do that? Or would you say, no, we got Jordan Love. Now we're going to find him two, not one, but two first 15 weapons to throw to. Marvin Harrison from your Buckeyes. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was just getting ready to say, Marvin Harrison's going to be there. Do you go for Marvin Harrison? And now you've got Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, Reed, Harrison, Samari Torre. I mean suddenly you went from being bereft of talent to what you believed to be would be really good talent, a really good group of wideouts and young. So now what do you do? That would be the, that would be your conundrum because do you have the, the play caller? or do you need the weapons around the play caller? what you know it, what what cart before the horse type of question? What do you get? You know, many say you just you got to get the best player available, the best quarterback, because he can be your he can be your leader for the next decade. I, that's that's a great question. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight. That's only that, again we're playing a lot of what if here, right? Uh, I, I get it. We're playing a lot of what if here, but it's it's something you you think about, no doubt. Hey, our friends over there at Cruise Planners. Now, they plan cruises, but they also plan land vacations as well. So if you're looking to take a cruise, uh, I used to cruise all the time on Norwegian. Had a great time. It was a great cruise line. Go to uh, everything from Eastern Caribbean, Western Caribbean. We went to the uh, Pacific side, all the way down to Acapulco. Uh, I've been down to many areas in Mexico and Cosmel and all that kind of stuff, In, In all the private islands. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. Suppose you want to go to Italy or you want to go to... Greece or you you know wherever. Uh, you want to go to Germany, you want to go to France. They can plan all of that for you. Cruise planners, they can do it all. Call my buddy Kirk over there 262-344-0697 anywhere. Anywhere in the continental US, he can help you out again. 262-344-0697. That's our friends at Clu- Cruise Planners again. 262-344-0697. Tell them we Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Hey, uh, I was telling you a couple of days ago about our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort, Pine Mountain, with Timberstone ski and golf resort uh, as well they are really 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 looking to be a destination for employees and uh, if not just for the fact that they need help uh, everybody needs help but they are going to take it above and beyond they really want to make sure that their employees come first that they're taken care of they want it to feel like a family new ownership new management all of that uh very 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 sincere as a matter of fact the new general manager Uh, That's where he's retiring. He's like, look, this is where I'm going to be. I love this area. I love the Northwoods, everything that it has to offer. We really want to make our people feel like family. So they're hiring. They also have paid internships. You can call Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. But also to let you know that uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort, the River Course is now open. The Boundary Waters, Monday through Thursday, it's open. Friday through Sunday, all the way open. Uh, Lily's Ice Cream Parlor, open. Lounge Bar, open. Everything's now open full-time, seven days a week up there on the island. It's beautiful up there. So if you're looking for a getaway, and uh, we are going to announce a weekend that we're going to go there, do the post-game show, and uh, maybe do an island takeover. We'll announce the dates so you can get uh, get called and get in on it. But uh, the Four Seasons Island Resort, use the promo code MICHAELS15, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, 15 michaels michaels 15 Call our girl Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. It is a hidden gem in the state of Wisconsin and in the UP. It really, really is. Again, 715-938-5110. Tell them you heard it here on the program. You get 15% off your stay. That's it. Um, Ben, here's the question, and this was just posed to me, so I got I to ask you. The uh, the freeze breeze says the Packers' first nine games of the season: the Bears, Falcons, Saints, Lions, Raiders, Broncos, Vikings, Rams, and Steelers. He says, honestly, what the hell is stopping this team from starting nine and zero? Well, I I can guarantee there will
1: be something because that's not going to happen. Yes, right. Like there's going right. to be a stupid call, a stupid turnover. Even if they're really good, they're not starting nine and zero. But the, I get the point. Uh,
0: yeah, and I clearly I mean, the Bears. Agree with it. I can understand the Falcons. I can understand the Saints. I can understand at home too. The Lion the Lions beat you twice last year. The Raiders. I can understand the Broncos. I can understand the Vikings. They got you in week one. The Rams. I don't know what the Rams are going to be this year. And the Steelers. I can understand. What about starting seven and two? I think if this team started seven and two, people would be out of their damn mind. If Jordan loves any semblance of a real deal. All those t- but, all those tougher games you mentioned,
1: though. The Lions won September 28th. That's at home. Mm-hmm, it's at night. Right. And remember last year, yeah, they lost twice. There was some offensive ineptitude in those games. They yep. were winnable. Like the three goal line picks. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. And then the the one at the end of the season. The Vikings won. That game's at home. The Packers obviously took care of the Vikings at home right. last year. And then uh, the Rams as well, not knowing what they'll be. But the main ones, the Vikings and the Lions, those are the ones in Lambeau. So if they're going to win any of the two against those teams, you would expect it to be the home one.
0: which is. Early. And the end of the season is NFC North opponents at uh, New Year's Eve. Is in Minnesota on on Sunday night football, and then the following week you end your season with the Chicago Bears. And That's just yet to be determined as to what day they're going to play, but you end your season, uh, end your day with, with uh, with with the or end your season with the Bears. So you have those teams coming up later in the season, both of which. Uh, well, no, I take that back. The Bears because they they lead off with the Bears in Chicago, so that Bears game that'll be at a cold Lambeau Field. But the second-to-last game against Minnesota, that's over in the Dome. So if you have to win those games to get in, eh, it's going to be a tough one. The game at home against the Bears, okay. But to go over to Minnesota and win in the Dome on a Sunday night game on New Year's <laughs> Eve, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That won't be easy. But I, I'll be the optimist, though. I wanted all
1: of the harder matchups, which include the division ones on the road, to be late because that means mm-hmm. we likely see progression right. from Love in the offense. So if anything, I would rather those situations happen after 75% of a season where right. Love and LaFleur get going.
0: So it shook out um, well. Yeah, you know, David says, don't forget the Falcons have improved. I No, I understand that everybody's improved. Everybody on paper looks good or better. So I agree with that, but just kind of looking at it in general. Uh, the whole... Boy, you're setting yourself up for a lot of failure if you're thinking to yourself, why the hell not go 9-0? and And I'm sure the Packers inside that locker room are, but I think if I my mantra for this year, if I'm Matt LaFleur, uh, to be quite honest with you, is not, you know, hey, these are all winnable 9-0. and I think it's, let's just get game one. Let's just win game one. Let's just try to get the, the Chicago Bears and just, let's just get the Bears. We'll worry about game two and game nine and stuff, As they come about, but right now it's just you know, just see if you can't beat the Bears. That's it. Um, And this one is from uh, this one's from Josh. Josh says, "How much in the preseason do you think Jordan Love will play, considering that Matt Lafleur doesn't like to play the starters?" Oh, I you got to play him. You, I think you got to play him. I don't think it's going to be a ton, but you got to play him. Um, yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, you know, I, this is not a 10 year veteran that doesn't really need it. This is a young guy that's taken over this team. You, you got to play him. It's a great question though, because how much, how much do you risk? Do you just go out and work on a few things that you're wanting to work on? Or do you go out and say, Hey, let's see a couple of different scenarios thrown at you. You know, are you playing just a quarter? Are you playing a few drives? Are you playing, you know that 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 last game, you know, because they only have three now. Are uh, you playing that last game against Seattle? You playing, you know, three quarters. I can't imagine he's going to play a lot down in Cincinnati. Um. And I wonder how much Joe Burrow will play. To be honest with you, but. And then comes the uh, comes Mac Jones and company with Bill Belichick. Speaking of Bill Belichick from earlier, and then comes what Seattle I think is the the third opponent, and that's at home. So at least also they get two home games this year because the last couple of years they've been shortchanged in that area. So at least they get the two home games. But uh, but yeah, and I would rather have a regular season home game than lose a regular season home game and get the extra preseason game but hey that's what that's what they that's the way it kind of shook out but yeah I uh that's a great question I I don't know how much he's going to play in the preseason but he you got to play him some yes to answer your question um Steve says did you know that the Packers new safety Jonathan Owens is married to Simone Biles I somebody else tweeted me that and uh, I didn't know that Just an FYI. Did not know. Ben, did you know that? I saw
1: it on Twitter when the signing happened. Yeah, apparently they got married last weekend.
0: Oh, just recently. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Well, maybe Simone Biles is going to be in the stands. Who knows? There you go. Uh, Pack Attack says, can't wait to see Love play. Tired of running the play clock down to one second and then throwing uh, to his guy. Can't wait the offense to be run correctly. Two or three plays. That looked the same, then boom. A wrinkle and a guy is running wide open. Remember how San Francisco's offense made us look stupid? Many fans said no one can replace Far, but somebody did. I believe we have the same situation here. Some say nobody can replace Rodgers. Wrong. The dude—the That's from the dude, diehard Packers fan. Uh, I hope you are correct. This is from Steve. Says, first of all, happy Mother's Day to all the moms and listeners out there. Uh, as you know, I'm a fan uh, that wants to see the product on the field rather than judging them before they play a few games. That being said, it drives me crazy when a lot of the listeners have an opinion that Jordan Love stinks. Uh, I may be wrong, and he may, but until he plays a handful of games and how he handles himself, the huddle, the leadership, the sideline will, uh, will, from my opinion, uh, let it play out before passing judgment. Let's hope that the Brewers' bats wake up this weekend. They get at least two out of three. Corbin Burns needs to pitch like Corbin Burns tonight. And take game one, that's Stephen Richfield. Um, I I would love that. I'm going to the game, so I would love that. I would love to see Corbin Burns pitch like Corbin Burns. No doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. Apparently, uh, Craig says she was with him at the Packers signing. Simone Biles was. Didn't know. I wasn't paying attention to that. I was just reading about it. That was it. So there you have it. <laughs> Simone Biles. Now heading up to uh, heading up to Green Bay as a fan, feel good. Uh, by the way, uh, if you're going to feel good, maybe you got some bills, maybe you got some things that uh, you want to take care of. You want to refi your house, get some home equity out of it. You can do that with my buddy Scott Ellis and Team Ellis. Uh, from Homeside Financial, call him 414-791-7771. Or this time of year, people are looking for homes. They're looking to buy. They're looking to sell. They're looking for mortgages. They're looking for pre-approvals. He can do all of that. And with today's rising interest rates, he's got a thing called the 2-1 buy-down. Can you think about 4.5%, 5%? Yeah. He's got something to that uh, that effect. I don't know all the details. I, that's why I say, look, Scott, you got it. I trust you, man. You're helping me out with my... my uh, my mortgage, he did a fantastic job. As a matter of fact, I was looking at that today um, as I was taking some equity out of my house just to, just to have in case of emergency or something like that. My air conditioning unit is like 25 years old. So I thought, you know, just in case. So uh, and I looked and, and I'm like, damn, my mortgage is 3%. He did a fantastic I didn't realize it was that low. He did a fantastic job. So uh, right now, my buddy Scott Ellis in uh, Homeside Financial, call him 414 791 7771. 414 791. 7771 again 414-791-7771 that's my buddy Scott Ready. this is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network Phil Michael Show, continuing on. Glad to have you. Glad to have you today. Um, The, uh, John said, I missed it, but what's the season record prediction? I said nine wins. Nine wins. Um, Ben said 11, a little bit higher than myself. I'm an idiot, uh, so that's okay. (laughs) Okay. You're an optimist. People want
1: to hear that. They're like, yeah. No, I right do on. actually believe it. Yeah. I'm kind of stuck See? up on the fact that weirdly Joe Barry has done okay against good quarterbacks. Yeah. Like against Dak Prescott and against two, uh, some of the good guys they played. He's done well. He just couldn't yeah. stop Daniel Jones and Taylor Heineke, which seems to be easier to figure mm-hmm. out than not being able to beat. You would but it also right. because they play so many bad or average quarterbacks.
0: I'm scared we're going to get back into that cycle. Um. Yeah. I, uh, I. I just hope they're more aggressive this year. I just do.
1: Apparently, this this Johnson kid's an athlete. From, the limited stuff I've I've read about him. Oh, the kid that uh, they got for safety. Yes. Uh Jonathan Owens, excuse me. Or Jonathan Johnson. Owens, yeah. Um well he's he's married to an athlete. Uh yeah. well the <laughs> Biles. Yeah, he's probably the go. second best athlete in the family, almost definitely. <laughs> but they said he ran a four three six forty, forty three inch vertical. And is obviously coming off his best year as a pro last year with mm-hmm. hundred plus tackles.
0: Um, i just look i just hope that he's able to fortify the secondary and add depth you know that's that to me is the big thing it's it, it what they have gone to is they've looked for not necessarily your prototypical safety the big hitter they're looking for guys that can play corner play guard on slot and such better than what they had and not just be the center fielder looking to make hits in the middle um, that's kind of the the, the morphing of defense. Uh, I mean, I go back to years ago when I was a kid growing up and in, in hell, the Bengals had a guy named David Fulcher. That guy would have been a defensive end in today's game. This was a big dude, man, and he was a safety. And that prototypical safety like that, that guy that could be a headhunter, th- those guys are gone. Now it's, it's smaller, thinner, speed. You know, sure, they like to hit, but uh, they're looking for guys that can cover. Uh, because most defenses don't even run 3-4 four, or 4-3 four, anymore. Most of the time they're running a nickel and dime. So they, they're they just looking for guys that are athletic and can be moved around and used in different positions. Uh, Jeffrey says, hey, Bill, thank you for all the work you do in the airways. Hope to uh, run into you at one of the Greendale events so we can uh, do a beverage of choice. Spoke with you briefly and went back, but uh, you looked busy chatting with you and your friends. Didn't want to uh, interrupt also. Those uh, those out there fortunate to still have uh, your mom around have a decent relationship with him. I know not all do, but you need to make the time. Uh, oh, his mom had passed away back in 2009 with Mother's Day weekend coming up and would love to have you in 10 minutes to hear her laugh again. Uh, give a hug to your mom this weekend. Uh, love on your mom if you are uh, blessed to do so. Go Pack, go Navy, uh, and thanks. Uh, Jeffrey, I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the note over on the live stream. Mother's Day weekend coming up. So, Ben, uh, with your mom being back in Philadelphia, what's, uh, what's on the agenda? Anything? Just call her up and say howdy or what? Yeah. I, I
1: mean, um, uh, there's somewhat of a Mother's Day gift in the works, given the fact that I'm, I'm moving back there in the near future. Yeah. Uh, but, no, she's going to Taylor Swift with my sister tonight. <laughs> they're, uh,
0: they're looking forward to it. It's a big day in the household. Okay. But, yeah, I'll give her a call. Nothing says Happy Mother's Day like a Taylor Swift concert. Where was Taylor Swift? Just did a concert. I don't even know where it was, oh, but it was Tennessee. Yeah, it, was it raining? Yeah, it rained in Nashville. You're right. It rained like hell, and she kept going. Uh, I can't tell you how many people were posting on Instagram the the you know different songs and such. And it's pouring down rain. I mean, but it ports of that show. It was pouring, and she just kept going she just kept going give give credit to taylor swift you ever met her no <laughs> no have you you never met taylor swift yeah you ever met taylor swift yeah oh. years ago it was at the uh, super bowl
1: huh no yeah my sister's a big fan uh people are wondering if she jinxed the sixers and ruined their season so how would she do that? Well, I because she's in Philadelphia, and then suddenly they were oh, okay. back. We're just looking for scapegoats. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I could see her getting booed off stage because she showed <laughs> up, and suddenly Embiid doesn't touch the ball at the end of the game. Listen, maybe
1: they're thinking about the concert. Maybe they're just excited for that.
0: But listen, oh hey, my God! I
1: think she's doing two. She's doing Friday and Saturday. If the mm-hmm. Sixers lose again on Sunday, like Taylor Swift
0: will be in the crosshairs. Right. You know who's coming to town is uh, Janet Jackson. Coming uh, to town, I believe it's the end of the month. Now, I haven't seen Janet Jackson since the, was it the Black Cat Tour or whatever it was? Years and years and years ago, like the late 80s, early 90s. But she used to put on a hell of a show. She's coming to town. Not that I'm going, but just throwing it out there for entertainer purposes. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. And I, no, I don't know. Steve. No, no. He's like, what's the best concert you ever been to? No, no, I'm not doing it. Not, not doing that anymore. Been to a lot of them. Been to a lot of concerts. All of them are right. All of them are unique. What is your Mount Rushmore of concerts? So, uh, oh, yeah, there's Simone Biles. She was in green Bay. Okay. Debbie Van Handel. Simone is even in Packers clothing. Okay. Retweeting it. There you go. Thank you very much. Simone Biles hanging out at Lambeau. Okay. They got some new garb. Another reason to come into the uh to come into twelve sixty five. Get yourself some free clothes. There you go. Um what else do we have here? Uh the Jordan Love began era begins at Soldier Field. Uh the place that his predecessor just flat out owned. How do you think he's going to do? I I don't know. I just, I want to, you know, let's, let's, let's call it what it is. Okay. I know everybody wants this positive reinforcement opinion. Okay. Let's, let's give you, let's give you just flat out honesty. Okay. Something you're never going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. All right. Oh, was that a shot? That was a shot. That was a shot. I'm sorry. Okay. As he pops up on the screen in front of me. So here's the bottom line. I didn't think Jordan Love was going to be that good when they picked him. I am getting optimistic because everybody around me is getting optimistic. I hope he's great. But I don't think he will be. I think he's going to need a hell of a defense to fortify this team to have them have a record close to 500. I said nine wins. We went through the schedule. I said nine wins. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt in some of these games. But some of them are coin flips. And probably for a first-time under center guy, the coin flip should be going in favor of the opponent, not in favor of Jordan Love. So I'm being optimistic at nine. But I get what people are saying. People want to know that he's going to be good. Give us hope. Give us hope. I would rather say... I'm going to really hedge my bets and say, no, seven wins, six wins, eight wins at best, and then be pleasantly surprised wrong than to say, oh, I'm right there with you. I'm going 9, 10, 11, 12 wins. And then have this thing be exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I should have stuck to my guns. I should have stuck with my gut. I should have stuck with what i seen, seen. And, and that was a guy that coming out of college just flat out wasn't that good. I hope he's great. I'm with you. You and I can share beverages. We can clink beer mugs, you know, everything. I, I'm, I'm with you. I want that. But my reality is I just don't think he's going to be that good. I never did. I never have. And now people are saying, well, you thought he wasn't going to be great. Well, do you want me to say he is going to be great? Do you want me to give you a great prediction? Or do you want me to be honest? Because it seems like people are pulling me in both directions. So I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say nine wins optimistically. Nine wins, give or take. Give or take one or two at best. So if he, if they get to seven, okay. Vegas was right. Seven, seven and a half wins. That's where it is. But I I want to be that sounding board to where you go, you know, they're going to be pretty good. And I'm going to say, they're going to be good. And then you run home and go, Packers, I think are going to be good. Bill Michael said they might be pretty good. Yeah, this is going to be great because they're going to be pretty good. A <laughs> lot of optimism coming into the season. This is awesome. Here we go. Go Pack, go. But I... I I just, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. I I, I get what you want, but I can't do that. And I, quite frankly, I'm afraid of the game. I'm afraid of game one. Because did you hear the reaction out of Chicago on 670, the score when, and on ESPN, whatever it is, 1000 away, when the day that the official announcement came down that Aaron Rodgers was traded, it was like you just shot five hour energy all over that city. Because now they're like, thank God the cloud has lifted. The cloud has lifted. Hall of Fame quarterback play coming down here and kicking our ass for 30-plus years. Finally, maybe we got a legitimate shot at evening the record back up. Because for a long time, because of Papa Bear, Halas, Ditka, and everybody else in the mid-'80s, they whooped ass. And they were up by, like, 20 games over 500 over the Packers. And now the Packers have the lead. So they're thinking, finally, Jordan Love, (laughs) come on. We're going to get this back. We're finally going to get back on top where we believe we should be. And we're the Bears. and Whatever. Oh, by the way, you've got to wear a Kevlar vest going to the game because because your city sucks. But that's it. I, I, I worry about that game. There's, it's going to be a raucous crowd. It's going to be an enthusiastic crowd. It's going to be a hell of an opener for Jordan Love. But if he goes in there and wins, to me, that's impressive that will be impressive. It's not because we Justin Fields and a crappy Bears team. It's because of all of this atmosphere in the opener that's going to be going on around that game down there in Chicago. It's going to be incredible. So I hope they win. I want them to win. I want to see them get to the 12 wins. I want to see them in the postseason. Extend our job. Make it look great. You know, I want to see them in a – it'd be great to be covering them in that big Roomba that they have out there in Las Vegas. It'd be awesome. You know, I just don't think it's going to happen. I feel better now. I really do. I feel good. Hopefully we all understand each other. 877-867-1670. If you want to call, great. If not, sit back, relax because coming up next, what did we miss? This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> Not feeling good, and uh, Kristen had gone to dinner at Calderon Club and brought me home the chicken spadini. Oh, my God, it was fantastic. And uh, if you're going to be heading out this weekend, maybe going downtown tonight, whether it's for the Brewers game, you're going to catch a dinner before or after, or you're going over to the Admirals game at the UWM Panther Arena, stop into either Calderon Club or San Giorgio Pizzeria Napoliatana, both places, fantastic. Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, right across the street from the Hyatt, only two blocks. From A block and a half, really, from uh, UWM Panther Arena. So if you're going to go catch those admirals tonight, stop over to Calderon Club or get a pizza at San Giorgio. Both places you cannot go wrong. And uh, tell Gino uh, we said hi. All right. Time now. Why don't we miss? All right. I, I wanted to throw this in
1: last segment. I'll throw it in now. Okay. The schedule's out. We have all the games. The Packers open as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. In Chicago, Week One against the how about Bears. That? I there was also a cool note about how Rodgers has only been a home dog once over the last uh, very long time. Obviously, well, the, the Packers the, have been good.
0: They've been really good, but they've been very dominant at, at, at Lambeau Field for the most part. Right. So
1: now so, that he's in New York, TV networks love him, and. He's already, I think, a home dog to Buffalo. There are a bunch of games this season where the other team coming in will be favored. So that's worth monitoring. Obviously, it doesn't mean everything. You still got to win the game. David Bakhtiari tweeted that uh, someone had brought this up, that he was sad to report that in the divorce, Aaron Rodgers won full custody
0: of the Aston Martin golf cart. He did get it. Okay. So the golf cart has gone on with Aaron Rodgers. I wonder if it's in New York or if it's back uh, running up and down the beach in Malibu. Yeah, I don't know where he'd put it in New York. I figure he wouldn't
1: live in the city. That would work. For I bet a, you he lives Jersey. in a high-rise. I I bet he lives in a high-rise. Really? somewhere. Yeah. Oh, getting to you haven't had to commute through New York to get to work, get anywhere. It's a nightmare.
0: No, I haven't. I'll give you that. But I bet he lives in a high-rise. He's probably got a car that picks him up. Woody Johnson. Yeah, I imagine Woody Johnson on the front. Woody Johnson's. Tra- well, Woody Johnson could be driving hey, his golf cart. <laughs> hey, Woody, can you park my golf cart at your house? Thanks, Woody. It's like Aaron. Aaron ripping the golf cart around
1: New York City. I don't Woody think picks you up and yells to the
0: Meadowlands and beyond. <laughs> oh,
1: <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster. Uh, so Hunter Dickinson transferred to Kansas. Uh, Hunter Dickinson of of Michigan. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, their roster's kind of falling apart. Uh, and the head coach is somewhat in the crosshairs, as he should be, because they've had utter letdowns the last couple seasons. But he said that NIL was a big part of it, quote, because uh, he made a big deal that he wasn't making six figures in, in NIL money at Michigan. Michigan. How about the that? Michigan are losing their minds. How about that? Um... It's yeah, the price of it's, doing business yeah. when your it's football like, wow. team makes it to the playoff twice in a row and they get new transfer centers to come in.
0: You know, back in the day when I was college, you found boosters that would shake your hand and in your hand was a, was a debit card with a list of ATMs that did not have cameras and it would give you what your daily limit was. Now there were some players that were, we'll just say they had access to cash. Me. I think I got a coupon over at uh, the continent for a free banana. <laughs> That's Has the statute of limitations passed on that? Uh, I, I don't know. That's why I'm not naming names. Are, are they going to take away your Heisman? No. They're never going to take my Heisman away. <laughs> I got a participation trophy. Oh, a, society, yeah. Bill. Society yeah, right? these days. Just participation trophies.
1: <laughs> um, before we get out of here of note, you got the PGA Championship coming up next week. I'm getting right? it. Oak Hill, Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, neck of the woods now. Yeah. Um, apparently the weather is going to be interesting. It's going to be cold up. Well, it's spring air up there. But you got Live Tulsa this weekend out in the uh, oh, the, the golf mecca of the world. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, the
0: golf mecca that is Tulsa?
1: Yeah. I okay. saw a video of the Thunderhead coach playing a pro-am with Phil and a TV guy was next to him taking a a shot to use on the air and literally standing to his right. This dude's a lefty. Five feet to his right, and the guy hits him with his drive. It was incredible. Oh, my God. Um, So those are the reports to come out of Liv Tulsa. Well,
0: I tell you this. I played in uh, Pro-Am a couple of times, and it is nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking to uh, hit with a gallery. Woo! When they're down the uh, when they're down the fairway, both sides, nerve-wracking. But hey, if you're a spectator, that's the risk you take. Get pelted in the dome or anywhere else for that matter. All right, that's going to do it. Good stuff today. We'll be back at it again on Monday. Until we chat again.